Profiles in Cinemania, Sam Neill. Sam Neill has always been one of those faces that pops up in a movie unexpectedly and reminds you how great he is before politely leaving to get on with his life. He's had a rock-solid career on film and television going back to 1971, but he certainly never planned on it being that way. In fact, he makes a point of not really planning much of anything and just enjoying what happens to come his way. Sam was born in 1947 in County Tyrone, Northern Ireland, to a father posted with the Royal Irish Fusiliers. However, his family had roots in New Zealand. Neil's great-grandfather had moved from there to Northern Ireland nearly a century earlier, and when Sam was a young boy, his family returned to New Zealand to settle down. He considers the island nation his home. Many actors changed their name, and Sam was no different. He was actually born Nigel. But the change wasn't a career choice. He later revealed there were simply a lot of Nigels in his school, and so it made things easier to have a more unique name. Sam Neill struggled with a bad stutter in his youth that hampered his willingness to talk to people at all. And even though he says he's mostly got over it, to this day he works to support charities that help sufferers. His first acting job was on The City of No, a New Zealand TV movie. All he had to do was stand around in a beard looking disreputable, but it was a start. And at the time, there wasn't really a film industry to speak of in New Zealand, at least as far as the rest of the world was concerned. In an interesting way, though, Sam Neill's career mirrored the events that would develop and change his home country. The exploitation boom took off just as Sam featured in Sleeping Dogs in 1974, the first homegrown film to get a release outside the country. Sam plays a man who just wants to be left alone, even as an insane civil war erupts across New Zealand. A famous scene where riot police brutally put down rebels was eerily echoed in real scenes five years later when police clashed with anti-apartheid protesters as the South African team were over for rugby. He shot to fame opposite Meryl Streep in A Cry in the Dark, for which she won an Oscar. The main thing you really need to know about that film is it's where the phrase a dingo took my baby came from. Yes, it really did happen. It was truly harrowing, and there's absolutely nothing funny whatsoever about a distraught Meryl Streep yelling that a dingo took her baby in an Australian accent. You really shouldn't be laughing. No, really, stop it. A dingo? It took her baby. That's not funny. He went on to a variety of roles, both at home and in America, and came to the public's full attention first in The Hunt for Red October, opposite Sean Connery, ushering in a new era of more intellectual Cold War thriller that focused on politics and strategy instead of explosions and gunplay. And then, of course, he starred in Jurassic Park. You all remember how you felt the first time Dr. Grant took a look at that brachiosaur. We all do. Just as he was there as the CGI revolution arrived with a reptilian roar, New Zealand would develop into a powerhouse of the computer special effects industry in the coming decade, as Lord of the Rings showed us just what the nation could do. Sam Neill was never content to follow the usual path of a Hollywood leading man into action roles. He was considered for the part of James Bond, and agreed very reluctantly to audition, but he was relieved when Timothy Dalton got the part instead. Deep down, Sam Neill really just enjoyed making movies and meeting interesting people. He wasn't concerned with forging a path to multi-million dollar excess. He would turn up in strange places, playing stranger people. From the Herald of Satan himself in The Omen 3, to a hell-crazed space super-scientist in Event Horizon. Now, allow me to pause and remind you how nice a chap he is. Hell is just where he works. 
Neil would go on to appear in whatever took his fancy or allowed him to be around his mates. For example, after striking up a friendship with fellow countryman Taika Waititi during the filming of Hunt for the Wilder People, he agreed to show up in Thor Ragnarok as a favour, just so he could joke around with his friends some more. In the 70s, he made friends with James Mason while staying in Switzerland and developed a lifelong love of wine. Mason was a gourmet who insisted on only the best at mealtimes and introduced Sam to a newfound passion. To this day, Sam Neill still runs a small vineyard. He has said there's no real money in it and a lot of hard work. He just really likes the wine. Sure enough, New Zealand has followed his example again to become a world-class winemaking country. And that really tells you what you need to know about Sam Neill. He does what he likes, and it makes it his job to like what he does. Why go to all the trouble of working your whole life at something that isn't fun? Far better to raise a glass of really good wine and go where the wind blows you. It turns out, New Zealand couldn't have asked for a better example to follow than good old Sam Neill. This has been another Profile in Cinemania. This episode was written by Andy Slack, sound design and editing by Ethan Ireland, music by Carl Casey at Whitebat Audio, Profiles in Cinemania is a product of the Cinemania Society, LLC.